Welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast, the go-to source for Canadian entrepreneurs and business leaders. Join us as we dive deep into the heart of Canada's business community, bringing you inspiring stories, cutting-edge insights, and practical advice from our nation's brightest minds in marketing, innovation, leadership, and tech. Whether you're launching a startup or scaling your enterprise, our mission is to empower your journey with wisdom that makes a difference. Let's grow together, right here, right now. Hi everyone, good morning. This is your host Maheen and welcome to another engaging episode of the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast, where we center a discussion around a crucial aspect of our communities, the small businesses. These enterprises are the backbone of our economy, driving innovation and providing essential services and jobs. They enrich our neighborhoods and keep the local economy vibrant. Supporting small businesses isn't just about shopping locally, it's about fostering a thriving community and maintaining the unique character of our areas. Today, we're excited to delve into the world of digital transformation and its impact on small businesses. We'll explore the nuances of marketing budgets, the availability of grants and the funding for digital projects, and the latest trends in the digital strategies and pricing. Joining us today is Francis Desrochers, serial entrepreneur known for founding and scaling numerous successful businesses. His latest venture, Hello Darwin, has uh, revolutionized how Canadian businesses plan, fund, and outsource their digital projects. Hello Darwin began as a marketplace for finding outsourcing partners that has since expanded to offer consultancy services in digital transformation, marketing performance, and project financing. Additionally, this is clients with grant planning and applications, making digital projects more accessible. With Francis's innovation approach and business acumen, Hello Darwin has become a pivotal resource for businesses navigating the digital landscape. Join us as we dive into Francis' insights and experiences exploring how small businesses can thrive in the digital age. Good morning, Francis, and welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast. How are you today? Very good. Thanks for having me. Francis, it's an honor to have you here. Your journey with Hello Darwin and your experience in transforming the way businesses approach digital projects is incredibly inspiring. Now, let's begin by kind of, you know, discussing your entrepreneurial journey, which has been, you know, both inspiring and diverse from founding several businesses to now leading Hello Darwin. You've, you know, you've really navigated numerous challenges and successes. Uh, Francis, can you share with us what motivated you to become an entrepreneur and how your past experiences have shaped your current venture with Hello? Darwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur for as long as I remember. I've had numerous businesses before. Most of them weren't fancy at all, I'd say. So like talking about like window cleaning services, painting company, alarm system providers. I've had like a bunch of, you know, side businesses from let's say 20, 18 to 25 and you know I'm a big sports fan I play in multi- multiple team sports what I really loved in entrepreneurship is that sort of you know team bonding team feeling the ups and down the win it or lose it but we we, we do it together so that's really sort of the the main thing that attracted me uh, to entrepreneurship and the story behind Hello Darwin is a bit is a bit different. It's a good anecdote. So so maybe I'll explain it because I find it really funny. Mm-hmm. So basically, we had this business that was distributing a cell phone accessory uh, in 2016 that was about to, we called it Revivaphone. It was when your phone goes into the toilet, it goes like it's wet and it's not working anymore. 
because in 2016 most phones weren't waterproof and you sort of put it in this in this in this accessory and you sort of revive the phone so that that was basically the service we wanted to introduce the product to north america and we wanted to do a marketing stunt to sort of promote it and mm-hmm. um, not knowing much in marketing i started looking for an agency that could help us prepare that stunt i had one of my you know close contacts that i i i sort of realized that the she was a VP in one of the biggest and most prestigious agency uh, in Canada. So I, I was, you know, I, I felt lucky and I, to have her in my network. So, so we went to their offices, we met with them, we talked about our ideas and obviously they were taking mainly like, you know, bigger, bigger clients for bigger campaigns. And, um, but I guess that being a close relative of, of their VP, they decided to, you know, help us in the stunt. So initially we agreed to do, a video and the cost, like the budget that we sort of planned was around 30,000 and, and we, which we thought was, you know, more than sufficient for a young startup uh, such as we were. And um, the stunt, the idea was amazing. It was in 2016, the iPhone six was coming out like two months away from, from the meeting. And the agency sort of suggested that we, because there was always like this sort of you know, crazy lines in, in, in front of the Apple store, people getting crazy to get the first iPhone. The stunt was about like, let's go into the place in which they're, they're, it's going to be like the, literally the first iPhone to ever, to ever been distributed. And with the time zone, it was in Australia. So there was like, let's travel to Australia. Let's do a video in which like we pay the first person to get like the real first iPhone. And then in front of the crowd, we will you know, put the, the the phone inside a pitcher of beer and then we'll sort of revive it with your with your package and accessory. And so it was like, wow, that's super creative. It's gonna be awesome. There's some you know, there are so many medias outside of those Apple store as that it's gonna be good. Two days before the two two days before like the crew was about to leave, they were like, hey, at the end it's not gonna be 30, it's gonna be 80 grand uh, to do the video. And at at this time, the total budget that we had for the, the company itself was 115k. Um, but we were like, okay, so we we already spent you know 30k. Let, let let let's cross our fingers. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be global. So let's do it. So we agreed to uh, put eighty thousand dollars. The stunt was amazing. I really think that the agency did like a super job. Uh, you know, uh, shooting and and promoting the content. We were like uh, famous for uh, for a few weeks uh, regarding that. But overall, it was definitely not the right timing for us to do this sort of stunt. Mm-hmm. We haven't even tested the product on those new iPhones, and we weren't ready to distribute it. We weren't, you know, any. We weren't operational overall, and that really led to big chaos. Because we didn't have like the right, you know, we didn't have enough budget now to sort of improve our efficiency and to be just ready to scale. It was just like bad timing. Like never would I would I have done this project again in this sort of timing for my young startup. Ended up, you know, closing the business three to six months after that. Big failure. And then I was like. I was a bit pissed off about this whole industry. So I wanted to work in marketing agency to sort of understand the older aspects of things. Mm -hmm. I worked there for a year and I noticed that like I was in sales there and it was really hard to sort of 
pitch my solution to the right decision makers. I was always trying to do like cold calling and cold outreach to find the right decision makers, my ideal clients. And, but it was like a big waste of time on this side. And I had a friend that had this sort of marketplace connecting homeowners with uh, contractors in a completely different industry. And I sort of thought with, with my two other partners, like, hey, we should do this in, in the marketing industry because it's so hard to sort of know who you should speak to. And on the service provider, on the agency side, it's really difficult to find, you know, relevant buyers that you really are looking for. Mm-hmm. So this is where, like, we started Hello Darwin in 2017. We've been like we've raised uh, VC capital with RBC Venture, which I know is one of your uh, sponsor. We've had like a tremendous run in the marketplace area. But at one time, we also realized that, hey, entrepreneurs, they need more than a place to find, you know, vendors, marketing agencies and sort. They also need help in guidance overall. What should I spend my money on? And the second aspect was how can I finance it? the right way is there some sort of you know grants loans available there that can help me sort of maximize my money in in my outsourcing strategies and this is where we started to add like the consulting layer on top of the marketplace and and now we're we're you know we're in total traction we're now close to 50 now in our montreal offices and 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 we're really happy with the trajectory that we've come so yeah that was about the story that is amazing. And we love the inspiration and motivation behind finding Hello Darwin. Uh, thank you, Francis, for that insightful look into your entrepreneurial path. Experiences truly, and uh, they surely offer valuable lessons for our listeners embarking on their own business ventures. Now, let's kind of turn our focus towards digital transformation in current economy. You know, in today's rapidly evolving business landscape, digital transformation has really become more important than ever. In the view of the current economic situation, Francis, how can business owners effectively capitalize on digital transformation Mm -hmm. so let's do like business 101 right to 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 be successful you need to you know increase your revenue or decrease minimize your your expenses i think that digital transformation technically is more about minimizing your costs but in our case and in most of our clients case it also drives the revenue and the growth overall. So for me, digital transformation is all about improving efficiency. So, you know, removing humans or making sure that those humans are working on the right thing um, instead of like the thing that can be replaced by machines and and computers overall. Mm -hmm. Um, But something that's really that's really not accounted for in most cases by entrepreneurs is the data that you have. So clear data, better decisions, more revenue. That's like perfect equation that 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 is like the 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 digital transformation overall objectives in our mind like in in our case like when we really started to focus on the quality of our data the segmentation of our contacts it helped us in marketing it helped us growing in sales so i really say that like improve improving efficiency having better data and overall better client experience is what drives like why businesses should embrace digital transformation. To add to that, uh, Francis, uh, could you share some common hurdles in this journey and how does Hello Darwin help businesses overcome them? Mm -hmm. I'd say that like when we talk about, when we talk to business owners about like improving their efficiency, one of the first thing that they say is like, hey, I like the status quo. Like 
everything is working fine now. So like, and humans are this way, right? We want to keep like things just the way they are because it's working and it's not so bad. So I think that like overall, the sort of lack of vision or potentials that, that it could give your business is really a problem. And the way we solve it is by doing these sort of audits. And so we look at like, what are your core processes within your organization? What are the things that make you, you know, when you do the service that you do, how do you do it? Like, what is your process to sort of end up with those uh, value to your clients? And, and in most cases, there is like obvious ways to improve those processes so that you can either minimize your revenue, but also capitalize on the data or the overall client experience making you grow. And so I'd say that like the, the you know, status quo for entrepreneurs is one of them. Something outside of that is that it's really expensive to do these sort of things. That's why like the status quo is appealing because it's not expensive. It's like just keeping it the same way. But something that, that we do that really scaled our, our own consultancy is that we sort of plan, we do some sort of financial planning for you in terms of your projects. So, okay, so you, here's the thing that you want to do. Now there's one, two, three, four, five grants that are available to you, but the order in which we're going to you know, put them in execution is really crucial to your cash flow and your, your business. So what we do for them is that we help them you know, find new funding, funding ways for their projects, but also we sort of coordinate them in the right order so that it really can minimize the cash flow. Um, something also that's like a really a hurdle is that when whenever you talk to someone about digital transformation or digital marketing or et cetera, you're often going to talk to someone that has a bias because they're probably selling some sort of solutions, some sort of strategy. And at the end of the day, it's them that want you to fit within their offering. What we do is that we do the sort of opposite at Hello Darwin. So what we do is that because we don't offer any solutions, like we don't implement any digital transformation. We only do the planning and the financial aspects of it. And we really focus on your business objectives and what you really are all about. And then we're going to find you solutions that, you know, we really think that they're going to fit with your business, but we're never going to push for specific solutions. Mm -hmm. And this is something that really happens in the market. You're going to ask around, hey, what sort of CRM should I use? What sort of POS or what sort of marketing stunt should I do? And it's always going to be, you know, sort of tainted by bias from, from the person that you speak of, because there many consultants are also selling solutions after that, that Obviously, they're going to push at some point. That's just how the business goes. Yeah, so that's about it. You know, that's a that's quite a vital perspective on utilizing, you know, digital transformation as a tool for growth, especially in challenging economic times. Now, Francis, businesses often face the critical decision of where to allocate their resources in, you know, operational efficiency or growth and marketing. Can you tell us why should a business prioritize one over the other and what factors should influence this decision? Like, do you have an example where this choice significantly impacted a business's trajectory? You mean between growth and efficiency? Right. Yeah. In my opinion, any business, like that's like a rule of thumb, but like any business that's not doing like 500,000 a year in revenue should, like if you're not, if you're doing below that, focus on growth. Mm -hmm. Like you, you don't have much to optimize, right? Like it's not like enough that you're going to see like the leverage on it. So rule of thumb would be like smaller business, startup, just focus on growth, do marketing, 
doesn't really matter if it's not like the organized like in the best way because you're not like you're you're not letting go much at the end of the day but whenever you start to grow like in our scenario like in in our case like we were at a stage in which you sort of hit the ceiling at some point whenever you hit that ceiling and it really depends on the industry and a bunch of other things but like whenever you feel that you hit the ceiling in terms of revenue in terms of market penetration and scalability this is where typically digital transformation efficiency optimization should be like the the priority and this is where you're going to see most return on investment in my opinion your insights really shed light on the strategic decision-making process and resource allocation, guiding businesses to make informed decisions. Now, let's kind of discuss the funding and grants for digitalization. I mean, navigating the landscape of funding for digital projects can be very daunting for many business owners. Francis, what type of funding and grants are available for businesses looking to digitalize and how does Hello Darwin facilitate this process? Yeah. So like the the, the grants and like, like this whole area is like so it's it's a it's a big playground right like there are so many programs grants loans like funding vehicles out there mostly in canada we're we're really lucky to have them but it's like it's it's a pain to figure out like which one is the most appropriate and which one should i do first and everything Mm -hmm. Uh, typically like we have like we it, it was like such a pain that we sort of developed a free tool for our own users, like our own community that allows them to sort of put like their, you know, a bunch of data like about their business. And we sort of list them all the grants that they could apply for, that they are eligible for, and that we think are the best for their projects. But overall, we can categorize grants in, in funding initiatives in, in three parts. First one would be like anything re- regarding to commercializing your business. So let's say how to scale, especially in new markets. So whatever province you're in, if you want to go to a different province or outside of Canada overall, there's lots of grants, really, really good to help you get there. Fund marketing initiatives, marketing projects, and create create you know your digital transformation roadmap. And then there's like the innovation category. So anything regarded to, let's say, technological innovations and everything regarded to AI now that's really like, you know, more appealing than ever for businesses. There is like so many vehicles, like financial vehicles to help you include AI within your business. I'd really suggest any business to sort of look at those or or ask us to look at those for them. And the last one would be anything regarding to HR. This is like the oldest category of of funding, um, but one of the best one, one of the most easy like the easier one to get in my opinion so you know fund the training of your people but also the recruitment of you know interns to like senior employees to researchers and so many grants out there but mostly these are the three main categories Mm -hmm. Um, and typically at hell darwin we tend to focus more on grants than loans but most of the programs now they sort of combine both so let's say the the CDAP program, which is like one of the best one, in my opinion, any business making more than 500000 a year should really look into it or, or work with us regarding the CDAP. Uh, it's a, for example, it's a grant that gives you 15000 worth of consultation to do a digital transformation roadmap. So mm-hmm. then like you're, you're able to sort of strategize of 
what's my vision? What, what are the potentials doing digital transformation? How much would it cost? How should I do it? Then you have this for free. But then it's also combined with a 0% interest loan of up to 100,000 by the BDC to help you sort of implement this strategy. And you have like a wage support grant of up to 7,000 something per employee that's working on the project. So like, like there's so many ways for businesses to sort of get started. I, I'd say that like in, you know, January, February, 2024, start with the CDAP. It's like the easiest one. And, and it sort of opens the door for all of the other ones after that in either innovation or HR. Very helpful, especially for small businesses that are really looking to leverage these funding opportunities. Now, lastly, let's uh, kind of, you know, discuss the trends and uh, pricing in digital strat- strategies, which are crucial for businesses to stay competitive. Francis, what are some key trends that small businesses should be aware of in this regard? And how does Hello Darwin assist businesses in adapting to these trends while effectively managing their budgets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good question. So I I started to talk about like, you know, grants, consulting, financing, but like our, our, you know, a big unit in our our company is also to sort of just help business owners find the best outsourcing partners for their digital projects. So every year what we do is that we look at like what happened in 2023 compared to the previous years in terms of investment made by companies. And we, we sort of have those trends. One of those well, one of the big trends that we noticed from the, let's say, winning companies in 2023 was about like the number of projects that used, that were sort of powered by government grants or funding increased by 49%. So mm-hmm. that means that like most of the project, not most, but like a big chunk of our project that were some, that was submitted on our platform was leveraging those, those, those funding vehicles, allowing them allowing them to do more with less. So that's really something, definitely something to do again in 2024. You can do now smaller projects. Like you typically, traditionally, you were outsourcing like the whole project, the whole marketing campaign, you would outsource it. Now with like a bunch of AI tools to write content, to do some, you know, small stuff, you, you're probably, you're, you're able to internalize a part of your project and only outsource like the the essential part of it and most of the most of the services that we we saw were outsourcing were strategic uh, strategic aspects planning auditing everything that really requires like a human brain mm-hmm. we really saw an increase on those type of service but like the most transactional services if i can say let's say content writing like content production overall, maybe small website development, all of those things now, entrepreneurs know how to do them by themselves. They have the tools to do it. AI is like a big, big part of it, in my opinion. And so we really saw it shifting from giving it like every part of the project to only the parts that I really can do myself. And I feel that like overall businesses that really won in in 2023 in terms of like marketing and traction were the one that really focused on good recurring content creation. And and it really shifted from, let's say, pay-per-click advertising, which was really big in like 2019, 2020. But now people are sort of shifting their attention and really focusing on consistent recurring content creation. So these are, let's say, the main trends that that we saw in 2023. If I can talk about 2024, I'd say that like overall businesses, like they have to capitalize being a Canadian business, right? Mm -hmm. And in other countries, they don't have as much 
as as grants and initiatives as as we do we're lucky to have it but if we're not embracing it and and, and going after them it it's it's a loss for a competition so we really have to focus more on that in 2024 i think Thank you for sharing these trends and strategies, Francis. And before we conclude, could you share just one piece of advice for small business owners that are striving to navigate the complexities of the digital world? Mm, I'd say, like, first of all, don't be scared. Don't be scared of it. Like, reality is that it's coming whatever you like it or not. Like, your competitors are, you know, digital, digitalizing their, their business already. So you must embrace it, in my opinion. There are so many opportunities in, in being better at it and improving your efficiency. We talked about it. So embrace it. That would be the first thing. Second thing would be, again, use the leverage that you have as a Canadian business with all of those initiatives, programs, and loans, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And again, before, like outsourcing before going forward with any of your idea or project inform yourself inform yourself before buying so many times like the 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 anecdote that i that i told at the beginning of the interview was about like us not informing us enough like right we we didn't buy the right way in a smart way so whatever you need as a service vet your vendor extensively compare proposals before selecting a partner do an initial audit of your current situation before adding any layers of complexity just like do the right things in the right order make sure that like you spend your money on the right things and ask questions compare that would be like my my main uh, suggestions Staying ahead in the digital realm is, is critical. Thank you, Francis, you know, for, for coming down to see us. And it's clear that the journey through entrepreneurship, especially in the digital realm, is both challenging and rewarding. And your insights into the importance of digital transformation and strategic investment decisions, you know, offer a valuable roadmap for small businesses aiming to navigate the complexities of today's economic landscape. Thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Thanks for having me. We delve deep into the essence of digital transformation, understanding its pivotal role in current business strategies and how companies can leverage technology to foster growth, even in turbulent times. Francis really highlighted the critical decision-making process between investing in operational efficiency versus marketing and growth, underscoring the importance of strategic planning and resource allocation. One of the most compelling takeaways from our discussion was the importance of adapting to digital trends and the benefits of having a reliable partner like Hello Darwin to navigate the digital transformation journey. Francis' personal anecdotes and the success stories of Hello Darwin emphasize the value of smart buying and strategic partnership in achieving business success. A special thank you to our partners RBC, UPS, and Zero for uh, supporting us with the podcast. And to our dedicated listeners, thank you for joining us on the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast. We hope that today's episode has provided you with valuable insights and strategies to enhance your business journey. Remember, the path to success is paved with knowledge, innovation, and the support of strong partners. Don't forget to subscribe to the Canadian SME Small Business Magazine by visiting canadiansme.ca and all the resources you need to grow will be found there. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast. Your support fuels our passion for empowering Canadian businesses. Don't miss out on our next episode filled with fresh perspectives and actionable strategies. Subscribe at canadiansme.ca and be part of a community that's shaping the future of Canadian business. Until next time, keep innovating, growing, and making a difference 